Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go. Round Three already. Armed American Radio's monster cast well underway. We are in the thick of it. The third hour known as the classic Armed American Radio roundtable is upon us here in the Car Firearms Group studios. Mark Walters here at AAR Ranch sitting in front of the Sig Sauer Powerful and Platinum microphone. Every bit of it being brought to you by X Insurance. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Welcome in, brother. Yeah, here we are. Hour three. So a fun show. We got to hear from some new partners Yep. That are working with Armed American Radio, Barrel Buddy, amazing product. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out BarrelBuddy.com. I don't care what gun you have. Your life has just changed when it comes to cleaning that gun, Barrel Buddy. And check it out at BarrelBuddy.com. A bag of those. I'll hold them up for the camera if you're watching the show. But these, this bag of Barrel Buddies right here, and here's one of them right here, out of the bag, will change your life. And they're less than 15 bucks. And this is good for about 13 to 15 cleanings with these things for under $15 and it will revolutionize the way you clean. I promise you that great stuff. We just heard from John at armslist.com who's been fighting the fight for years. Been take, the Brady's have been taking him on. He's beat him every single time, every single time you're on the right side of history here. It's that simple. PTAMO.com. Need some shotgun ammo, some other calibers. PTAMO has partnered up with armed American radio. Some of you are having difficulty getting some ammunition. I know, Eh, that's going to become a, a little bit more of a problem as we move closer and closer to the election. There's no doubt in my mind. Historically, we see that happen. Get on board now. PTAmo.com. Make sure to visit all of our partners. MyPillow. I was just telling Greg, it's cold here in the studio, and I couldn't find my MyPillow slippers. Greg, you have yours on. I do. MyPillow. It's real simple. MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. Support these businesses that support this program and keep us on the air. We are 15-year anniversary on April 26th. Let's get this show underway this hour. Greg, if you would be kind enough, please, to tell people where to watch the show and participate in the chat, and then we'll go to our lineup. Uh, sure, if you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you can see the menu icon. Just give it a slap, and when that window opens up, you can select that Watch Live option. You've also got the Listen Live link in case you're out there on the road and the podcast if you want to just catch the show a little bit later. If you'd like to support the show, head on over to that shop link. If you want to join our live chats, just head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And I do want to point out that if you choose to watch the show, it's fun to do, and you do get the raw feed which was evident in the last hour, and you got to find out how Greg does his job as a professional he is. 
Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Let's go to our lineup. Let's start first with Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. This is the Car Firearms Group Studios. Justin, welcome in, my brother, from another mother. Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure, my man. Always a pleasure. Fan favorite for a reason. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers. Been around with us for a while now. Brad, how are you? Welcome in, my brother. Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Fantastic. Is it as cold up there as it is down south of you just a little bit? Nah, it's not too bad. I fired up the grill tonight, so it was fine. Yeah, I did that. I did that last night when it was about seventy degrees, but I didn't do it tonight because only because it was raining, or I would have. I was asked to. I chose not to. I got a beautiful tri-tip. I'm going to smoke tomorrow when the weather's a little bit nicer. I didn't want to fight the cold and the rain today. Neil McCabe, reporter from Boston. You would never know it from his accent. Redstate.com. Redstate.com. Neil, welcome in. Hey, very good to be with you, Mark. Very excited about this uh, classic roundtable. And it is a classic, and you should be excited about it. Guys, let's start. I got to go to Brazil before I go anywhere, just because this is a fun story. AWR wrote about it. We'll, couple, we'll cover a couple things that he did. But there's a Brazilian governor who is now celebrating banning water pistols in his little area in Brazil because, well, they were concerned that maybe some girls might be attacked with water pistols during the carnival celebration down there. Justin, let me start with you. Does it ever end, Justin? Does it ever end? <laughs> well, it seems like there's tyrants all over the world, not just in the U.S. So we need second amendments for the entire world. Yeah, I you know I was when I was talking about that Brad in the in the last hour with AWR, I was reminded of a Twilight Zone episode that I was watching earlier today. Just because I just do that to clear my mind, and I love those old shows. And this season was season four from 1963, and one of the episodes began with a guy sitting in his office playing with a cap gun, a little cap pistol, looked like a, a little revolver, a snubby. And it was a cap gun. And when his partner walked in the door, he turned and he fired and emptied the cap pistol. Pop, 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 pop. And then picked it up and said, don't you love the way these things smell? And he held it up and the guy said, put that cap pistol away. But it sure does look fun. Remember those days, Brad, when we were kids and we didn't have to wear helmets and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a, I had a cap pistol. <laughs> Remember those? Smell great. Yeah, a lot of fun, man. Like, you know, I, it kind of raised me. I just... Uh, my my daughter just got a, a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas this past this past Christmas. Oh, watch and, it! She put her eye out with that thing. Brad. <laughs> well, they they come with iPro now, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like I've told some people about that, and like you know, most people are, that I know, of course, because I don't associate with communists. You know, they're, they're like, right on, man. You know, hope you have fun. But you know, I have gotten a couple funny looks from people, and in 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 my mind, I'm going like, what, what's wrong with you? Like, this is. It's fun. It's a BB gun. I have a fenced-in backyard. Like, it's not going to hurt anybody. She's not going to be using it, you know, unsafely. And this is how she's going to learn to handle firearms. Exactly. You know, this, is, this, now, is when, this is when it starts. It's, it's, if you don't mind my no asking, problem. how old is she? Seven. So, so it's perfect age. Well, I mean, you know your kid's maturity level. It's perfect age to introduce them to firearms. I began introducing my children when they were about six. And yeah. I, I knew when they were ready. And now they're very proficient, not just with with BB guns. I wish I could say cap guns. That would be fun. I, I haven't seen. We used to go buy those rolls of caps and, like, 
convenience stores and gas stations. They sold them right there in little display cases. It was wonderful. Can't do that now. But I will tell you this, Brad, and, and Neil, I'll go to you here now. I'm going to promise you, Neil, that, well, because you come from Boston, uh, up in Massachusetts up there. I don't know that cap guns were even legal up there then. No, 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 no. We, in fact, uh, some, if we didn't have the cap gun, we would just bang them with rocks. There you go. We had dirt clod fights. Now, I will say this, Brad. Those people that are giving you funny looks, I guarantee their kids go outside to ride their tricycle with knee pads, helmets, and goggles uh, on, don't they? Well, yeah. That, that's just assuming their kids even go outside. Uh, you know, I, I live in a neighborhood, and, and I hardly see any kids outside. I there's kids that live here. And, you know, there's, there's a handful I see on their bikes, and I got the, a river that runs right behind me, and I see them down at the rope swing and fishing and the stuff that I used to do as a kid. But for all the kids in this neighborhood, there's probably only maybe a half dozen to do that kind of stuff. All the yeah. rest of them sitting inside, nose in the screen. It's crazy. Justin, yeah. I'm going to start with you on this topic, and we'll carry this likely through the next segment into well into the next segment as well justin but awr hawkins wrote a couple pieces that the headlines angered me just the headlines and i don't you know i'm not that headline surfer justin i i got to go in and read the story right but his headline itself angered me new york turnstile jumper armed with gun extended mag nearly 30 rounds justin released without bail in new york after jumping a subway turnstile, which is also against the law, and with all of the loudmouth anti-gun nonsense going on up in New York, this guy walks without bail, Justin. Your thoughts to take us to the break. We'll continue with you when well, we come back. He must have been an illegal alien, you know, because oh, illegal aliens are preferred, you know, preferred people in our country now. So if you're coming illegal, you can do whatever you want. Are you shocked that he was released in New York? Well, I guess he, he, he fits that preferred demographic. So the, our entire country is now about the preferred demographic. It doesn't matter. The law doesn't matter anymore, Mark. Yeah, and you know, we've got 30 seconds before we go to the break. So, uh, Brad, before I go to – well, I'll, I'll go to Neil after this. But, uh, guys, you have in New York, you have a hero – who stopped a criminal attack on a subway, who's been arrested and charged with murder, You ha is now fighting for literally his life. You have four illegals that Justin just alluded to who attacked two NYPD cops, viciously caught on video, released. The rumor is that they're on their way to California where they can plan on getting all kinds of freebies at taxpayer expense never to face a trial in New York, no matter what the DA says. We'll go to Neil with that story when we come back right after this. Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Ah, back to me indeed. Welcome back to the show. The Monster Cast well underway. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you 
Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of this Sig Sauer Platinum powerful microphone on hundreds of radio stations around the nation. Welcome back in. It's all being brought to us by the great X Insurance. Please visit all of our partners, please, at armedamericanradio.com. Support them. It's how we do this. It's how we talk to each other every single week and every single day, six days a week on Armed American Radio. We couldn't do it without them. We couldn't do it without our great affiliates. We thank all of them, and we thank you for tuning in and supporting our great partners. They're the best of the best. That's why they're on the show. Neil McCabe, let's go back to you and yeah. this New York turnstile jumper. I, I'm going to ask you some questions that I, I, that I asked AWR that I know you might not have answers to, but I am compelled to ask the questions. Why? Sure. Why is this happening? Why, it, when, when Americans with clear heads look at this, they know there's a problem. This is wrong. This should not be happening. Yet it does. Yet good people are getting locked up. We're being attacked for being law-abiding citizens all day, every day. They're coming after us from every the, everybody on the political left. It's not going to stop as we get closer to the election. And America sees stories like this. And this guy walks. Now, I don't, I don't know how many people are seeing this on other news outlets, but I saw it. I'm hopeful somebody else did. Why does this happen? Why, why, why are they doing this? Why is it okay to go after us and, and hassle us at post-brewing in New York with all of these laws, and then a guy like this who is blatantly violating every one of their laws walks? Why? What's happening is it's becoming, we're becoming two countries. And, you know, one example is the fact that, you know, it used to be that, you know, every state has different laws and different attitudes and cultures and traditions. But generally, what was against the law in Alabama was against the law in Maine, was against the law in Oregon. But really what's happening is you have a, a two-tier system of, of justice where, you know, conservatives are treated one way and Leftists are treated another, and we saw that in 2020, where leftists were setting, you know, courthouses on fire, burning police cars. Uh, you know, hundreds of police officers and Secret Service were injured in the uh, George Floyd wa uh, riots in Washington D.C. Charges dropped, nobody pursued. But uh, you know, if you were on J6, if you were standing in the wrong part of the ground, never entering the Capitol building, there are people who are being arrested, indicted, convicted, incarcerated because they were outside of the Capitol but standing in a place that they didn't realize was restricted. It's, uh, it's two systems of government. You see it uh, with what's happening with Donald Trump on the ballot, where basically they say, you know, they're, we're not even going to let you, you have a candidate. Your candidate can't even be on our ballot. It's, two, it's becoming two different countries. April 4th last year, Alvin Bragg announced a 34-count indictment against Donald Trump. 34-count indictment. And basically what he did was he took a bunch of misdemeanors, he stretched, stitched it together, and called it a, and called it a felony. It's, it's so outrageous, it, it will never stand the test of time. But the president will have to spend... I don't know, five, ten million dollars defending himself. I mean, you have to take it seriously. You can't ignore it. Uh, you know, with those um, migrants that beat up the cop on the sidewalk in New York. Mm -hmm. You know, Alvin Bragg. He said, he said he was sickened and outraged. Right. He called it sickened a heinous and act. Outraged. But he had no choice because he couldn't. 
he couldn't identify them conclusively by the videotape. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough evidence to hold them, so he had to let them go, and then they fly off to California. Probably a ticket paid for by, by Catholic uh, charities, by the way. Now, Governor uh, Kathy Hochul, she said that the migrants who attacked the police officer in New York, they should be deported. And they said, will you criticize Alvin Bragg's decision to release them? No, 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 of course not. And deported, I mean, deported, it's like, you know, deported isn't the same as arrested, Mark. Right. Brad, I don't want to live in that America where it's acceptable by half the country to let criminals walk. And I honestly, I do not believe, and Justin, I'm going to get this from you as well. I do not believe that the vast majority of Americans feel that way either. I believe this backfires tremendously, or to say like Trump would say, hugely backfires on them, bigly backfires on them. Come November, I don't think Americans want to live like this. I don't. I don't I don't see it. Am I wrong, Brad? Am I naive? I don't think you're wrong. Um, I, I think we, gotta, we, have a, we have a problem, though, in a sense that when you look at the people who are supporting this type of stuff uh, as a group, it, it's women. And, you know, the, the Democrat Party has subverted uh, women, basically, as a voting bloc. And if you look at some of the things that, that, that people are supporting, it, it's, you know, it's stuff like this. You know, it, it, you, know you can appeal to emotion, right? You know, you can say, oh, well, these are just people that want a better life. And, of course, to come to the country, it's a nation of immigrants, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, sure, uh, maybe that's true. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you throw the doors open and you let just anybody and everybody come in here and then deal with the consequences later because then you end up with what we have what we're talking about. We have essentially, you know, sociopaths or criminals that are coming here because they can come here anonymously, uh, probably with the idea that they can commit whatever crimes they want and if the heat gets too bad, they can just go back home. You know, I mean, like, let's face it, like the, the, these migrant caravans that are coming to our borders, like these countries are not sending their very best to us. We're getting the people that they don't want. And so, you know, it, it's intentional. And in, in there, there's a, a grand plan behind all this that is not good for the American people, I believe. No, it definitely is not. Justin, let's kind of go down that hole. I, I don't, as I said, I don't believe that most Americans want to live like this. I don't believe most Americans think that what Bragg did by letting either of these this groups go, the illegals and this guy on the, the subway, I don't believe that to be the case. However, Justin, I would be naive to think that it's going to change anybody's vote because that's a Democrat policy. That's a Democrat DA. And he's going to get reelected because Democrats are not going to change their votes over that. Or are they? Well, you know, Mark, the Democratic Party has been, if you know, talking about this a long time about how they're going to take over the U.S. electorate by the change in demographics. And their big push in the change of demographics is replacement population. So this is no secret. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever, if you graduated from university, you've heard it. This is mm-hmm. their big plan to to have a, the Democratic Party rule America for the next hundred years is to replace the white Americans with you know ethnic people who are from overseas. Neil, uh, we've only got about 15 seconds. I'm going to assume that you would agree with what you heard from both Brad and Justin. We'll come back from the break and continue the conversation. Yeah, it's, it's just really difficult to, uh, to keep thinking that this is the country that uh, you know, people are willing to die for. 
it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know any, it's like, I don't know people who can honestly say they want to die for this. Wow, that's a harsh and bold statement. And you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to come back to Brad on that one. Uh, well, you're, you know, you're, you're active military right now. Brad's fought for his nation. Let's go to that. That's, that's a hardcore statement. We'll be right back after this, guys. Don't go away. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, MyPillow.com, guys. Visit the website, MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. And pick something up. Mike has supported this program for a decade. I mean, he flew out to co-host the program with me and left a Trump rally to do it. When I was broadcasting at AM 1280, we love you guys up at AM 1280, The Patriot. You're tuned in. Missed those live broadcasts from the great Minnesota State Fair. It was always a lot of fun. Did it for about 10 years, 9 or 10 straight years. And uh, then the booth went bye-bye, unfortunately, but that was a tremendous amount of fun. Mike flew out from a Trump rally to show up to co-host the program with me for two of the three hours. It was amazing. Support these people. Support this man. He's under tremendous pressure from the political left, who is doing everything in their power to silence him. And they can't, but they're working on it. So how do you do it? How do you fix it? It's as, it's as easy as buying a pillow or a dog bed or a, a set of sheets, pillowcases, whatever it is. Support them. Use the promo code AAR over there at MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio and support these people, all of our partners, every single one of them. You can find them all at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. And some of them now that support this program, the Car Firearms Group Studios, the Six Hour Microphone, X Insurance, presenting all of it. Visit them all. We have them all listed for you, plus our new ones, BarrelBuddy.com, PTAmmo.com, Waft, W-O-F-T, Firearms Training. We're going to talk more about that during the week. Great stuff. Goat Guns, Arms List, all these amazing partners. And we've got some new ones coming up, too, that you're really going to like. Let's get back to the conversation here in the AAR roundtable here at the ranch. Let's go back to Brad. Brad, you heard what Neil said. That was a bold statement, brother. You fought for this country. You've been there and seen things you probably wish you had never seen or maybe thought you would never see, uh, would ever see in your young life. And I remember you saying, I've seen things that I shouldn't have seen. That's a bold statement. Is this the America that you fought for? That's a crazy question to even ask. But I'm asking it. I'd say yes and no. Uh, I'd say the, the people, the actual people, actual Americans, yes. The people running this place right now, no. Um, I think that I still have buddies that are in. Um, talk to them just about every day. And, you know, they, they're they're still doing their job and, and their head's in the right place. But I think the general uh, sentiment is uh, just a, a complete lack of trust in the people who run the government right now, Democrats, the people, you know, the president specifically. Uh, the man has been wrong about every major foreign policy issue in the last 50 years. He's an idiot. Uh, Democrats are feckless when it comes to foreign policy. They've led us down a very dangerous path these last couple of years. Um, you know, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the one like waving my arms here, but like, 
you know, they're so concerned with domestic issues and identity politics. And, you know, foreign policy needs to be a major issue in this election because there's a lot of things going on right now that very quickly could find us in some really, really scary times with a lot of violence. We're already heading that way. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that I, there's, a, there's a general lack of, of trust in the commander in chief that he's not going to waste American lives being wrong or waste American lives without exacting, uh, without any, without any reason. I mean, we just lost three people in Jordan and then we spend a week telegraphing what our response is going to be. That's right. We don't even, we don't hit anything inside of Iran. So they've, they've got paid a price. The Iranians would be more than happy to, to get every other, you know, Arab killed, uh, in the Middle East in all their proxies, the Houthis and, and, and Hezbollah and all these people. They'll be more than happy to spend their lives as long as we're not hitting stuff in the side of the round. It costs them nothing. And in the meanwhile, they get to take you know, pot shots at us and cheap shots and kill our people. And what do we do? You know, we're not, we're not projecting power. We're not projecting strength because we have an Alzheimer's patient in the White House. And Democrats, they, they, they celebrate weakness and victimhood. Uh, look at everything they celebrate. It, it is who they are. And frankly, I'm pretty sure we have some Randian sympathizers uh, and Valerie Jarrett, you know, that are very close to the president in the White House, that are treasonous. There's FCC problems here. They're treasonous dirtbags that frankly belong in prison and not calling the shots from Washington, D.C. Foxtrot Charlie. Charlie gets in the way on that one. I could sense the direction you were going. Thank you for that, by the way. Justin Moon. <laughs> Your family knows, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think it's it's apt to bring it up right now. Your family knows a little bit about what communism does. It, it, with your family here in the United States, have, has there been a change? Do you, do you view what's happening now? Does it disappoint you? How, do you? how does your family feel about this, knowing your history and what it means? I, I should point out to listeners that your father, was set to be executed before he was liberated, literally hours before he was scheduled to be killed. So you know about this. Your family understands this. How, how disappointing is this for you to see and your family to see America take these turns? Well, you know, we need America to be strong, to be the banner and the light on the hill for the world, of, you know, representing liberty and freedom for all people and human rights, especially, you know, centered on the Bill of Rights. But, you know, Mark, our country today is not, it's not in that position. We, this war in Ukraine has run down all of our inventory of, you know, 155-millimeter howitzer shells. We don't really have the capacity to fight another war, let alone war with Iran. I mean, we, the last batch of ammunition we had, we sent to Israel in this Gaza conflict. We got nothing. We are spent, and the world knows it. <laughs> right? The Russians have won the Ukraine war, and, the, you know, things aren't going so well in Israel. For us to escalate this war with Iran is, uh, is very, very foolish. What we're hearing now, and you're right about every bit of that, uh, Neil, we're hearing there, there was a very disturbing tape that was recently released. I, I Forgive me for not knowing the outlet that released yeah. it. I apologize. 
but it was an interview, a Border Patrol agent, well, not interview, what was talking to a Middle Eastern military-age male who had crossed the mm. border, and he was asked for his name, and he wouldn't give his name, and he said, don't worry, you're going to know my name very soon. You're going to know it soon enough, which was a clear threat. Now, when you have military-age males coming from countries that hate us, should that not strike fear in every single American? Because I'll tell you, I fear, and this is we're clearly being invaded at our southern border, I fear a huge attack, a coordinated attack. And when you hear comments like that from people from countries that hate us, every American should be paying attention to this. And that's why I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, arm yourselves everywhere you go. I carry a bigger gun now as a result of that, honestly. Neil? Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely right. I, I remember seeing that tape, and basically he is, uh, apparently he's on some kind of terror watch list, and mm -hmm. and basically he was saying, hey, boys, just get ready. You know, what, what really terrifies me is that we don't even know how many military-aged Chinese have infiltrated the country, and people will remember from the Korean War, you know, a million Chi-Com soldiers mm -hmm. moved down south into Korea. And, Justin, I'm sorry to sort of work your side of the street, but, you know, Justin knows better than anyone that, you know, the, the American soldiers were marching towards the uh, North Korean border with China. Meanwhile, they didn't know that the Chi-Com soldiers, like a million of them, were behind them in hiding, waiting to pop up. And, I, I you know, I just can't help but think that this is a this is a you know people's liberation army tactic and it's a maoist tactic and of course the the, the country's now being run by neo maoists and so you know these guys go underground and then uh, one day they pop up it's uh, it's scary yeah. it is scary ladies and gentlemen when we come back i'm going to tell you about a uh, personal conversation i had with a korean war vet and i'll equate it to you being armed and why that matters, coming from a man who spent a number of years fighting in Korea. Patrick, God rest his soul. I'll tell that when we come back. Armed American Radio continues. One more segment in the roundtable. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Uh, that's Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Had a good conversation with him when we hooked up at the Shooting, Hunting, and Outdoor Trade Show in the Media Room a couple weeks ago. Always good to see Sebastian Gorka, and we thank him for that rejoiner. And Mike Gallagher as well, who I also see every year out there, but he was not there this year either unfortunately but great people mike gallagher you can listen to him every day from nine to twelve uh greg what time is gorka on let's just give him the shout out three to six p.m every single day eastern time that would be noon to three p.m out there on the leftist coast if you're tuned in out there in california or if you're listening out in uh you know oregon or somewhere else in washington state which many of you are welcome back in guys car firearms group studios six hour mike x insurance presenting it all Make sure to visit all of our partners that make this show possible every single day. It's been a great program. We've come to the last segment. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I'm going to get some commentary from the guys around the table. But I used to hang out with a guy many years ago. He was a Korean War veteran. His name was Patrick. We used to call him Sarge. 
and I met him in a little old watering hole uh, long back uh, in a lifetime ago, uh, when long before we were married. I was married and all that good stuff. And Patrick would talk about, you know, how important it was for Americans to carry firearms. And you'd always hear the argument from the left. Ah, uh, you hear it from Joe Biden. If you're going to take on the American government, you need an F-16, blah, 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 and all that other nonsense that he threatens Americans with. The fact of the matter is Patrick used to say, yeah, you know, it's funny. The people that talk like that have never seen 100,000 Chinese come at them over a hill with rifles. They'd overrun a base, he said, it, just by sheer numbers. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you, that this was before Afghanistan and Iraq, but tell that same thing to Russian soldiers and American soldiers who fought in Afghanistan. They didn't have air forces over there, and those insurgents continued to take it to us and to them. These wars have gone on for years. Carry your firearms. You're in their way. That's why they say the nonsense they say. Don't forget what the purpose of the Second Amendment is all about. It's so that you can fight back if necessary. And believe me, they fear you. That's why they say what they say. Justin, let me get a comment from you on that, please. Over the border, there were so many of them. That, and the, the Chinese in the front, they didn't even carry their guns. What they did was, you know, the guys in the front, they got mowed down and killed, and the guys in the back picked up, you know, the weapons that they got from, from the dead people, and then they kept on running. And the Chinese army didn't even equip the men. What they did was they scooped up all their political enemies and threw them as a cannon fodder. That's the Chinese for you. Yeah, and they're coming in across that border, ladies and gentlemen, military-age males. We've lost count. Millions have crossed this border under the Biden administration and aided us all by design. Brad, let me toss it over to you. I was having a conversation. It's one thing I love about SHOT Show. I get to talk to a lot of American heroes and uh, I won't name names, but this individual who I met at the ex-insurance get-together for two years in a row now did nine tours between Iraq and, Af and Afghanistan. Nine tours, brother. He's a bona fide, real deal like you. Okay? He echoed the same thing when we talk about well, why, why the left wants us disarmed. I hear the same thing over and over and over again from warriors who have been there and done that. I'd like your comment on that from what you heard about what my buddy, the Korean War vet, said, what you just heard from Justin, et cetera, as a vet yourself who was over there. Uh, I mean, let, let's not forget something. I think it kind of gets lost a little bit uh, in, in these discussions, which is, you know, if you look at, at Vietnam, if you look at Iraq, if you look at Afghanistan, um, the only thing that prevented us from decisive victory in any of those conflicts is the politicians that were leading it. Correct. The U.S. The US military, uh, Mark, we, we, we were killing suicide bombers before they could even kill themselves. That's how good we are. Yep. Okay? So let's, let's not, let's not, let's, maybe let's not get it twisted in that, you know, these folks were somehow our equals on the battlefield. Uh, what they understood, though, is they were more politically savvy and more mentally strong than the weakling politicians in Washington, D.C. Uh, that, that, you know, decided to throw the, the American military into conflict uh, without a clear strategy for victory and then lack the intestinal fortitude to do what had to be done to, to make sure we won those things decisively. Um, and, you know, anybody who's, who's worn boots, um, 
you, you feel that, you know, and it's something, and it gives you, it gives you a, a lifelong and permanent distrust of, of anybody in Washington mm-hmm. that, that, that is, that is so gung ho for conflict and, and, you know, basically wanting to use America's military might, um, you know, look, again, it's funny, I've had this conversation just this morning, you know, like every empire has a, has a core competency, you know, the, the Romans were, were engineers, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, the, the American empire, we are really good at finding and killing people, right? If you, if you get in our way, we're really good at finding you and getting rid of you. And we've generally done that for the forces of good. Um, what we have now leading this country are people who, who no longer believe in good. They no longer believe in absolute right and wrong. They have no morals besides their own, besides the party, right? They're communists. Their loyalty is to the party and not to the ideal of what, of what America stands for. And you can tell uh, in the way they conduct themselves and what they say. And, you know, there's still people out there that believe in us. And I, I think that, again, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist here. We get Donald Trump back in office. I think you're going to see recruiting numbers jump back up because the, the biggest thing—the biggest thing—is Mark. Is that you know when you're when you're out in the field when you're when you're overseas, you know you know there's a chance you're not going home. Flat out, you step out of the mission, you step out that gate, you get your mission brief, you look to the guy you left and right, your buddies, everybody shakes hands and says, "Hey, I'll see you out there." You don't say good luck. You don't say, hey, see when you get back. It's always, I'll see you out there. Because you know there's a good chance, there's a chance. You're not, you're not going home. And you do it because you, feel, you, you trust your commander, you trust your leadership. They're not going to waste your life on something stupid. And right now we have people running this country in, that, in, in the office that most definitely will waste American lives on something stupid. And that's why, that's why people are staying away right now. You put Donald Trump back in office, that's a man right there that he says what he means, and you know that when he throws us into something, he's going to play the He's going to fight the win. You bet. And, that, and, that's, and that's what people want. Brad just nailed it. I'll give you the last word on that, Neil McCabe. Yeah, I just think – I just do want to temper what I said, and I, and I talked about this in the Telegram chat also. I, I think everyone recognizes – that uh, it's natural and everyone is willing to, to give their life defending their family, their farm, their business, their, their way of life. It, the, the problem is that if we're sent overseas, we're, like, we, we're not defending our farm. We're not defending our business. There's no threat to the homeland. It's just that somebody in Washington has like a policy decision. And in order to make that policy happen, He's got to like to use a bunch of American soldiers, and um, like I, I just don't, I just don't feel it anymore. Um, yeah, I, I think you just you know, echoed what Brad just said, and and thank you yeah, for your commentary and, on that. I've, I've got time has has gotten the best of us. We'll have to carry it on next week. But Justin, real quick, politics infects everything, doesn't it? Politics infects everything, and warfare is politics by other means. That's all it is. Yeah, we'll close it out on that. Thank you guys for being here. Brad Primo, we appreciate it. Neil McCabe, thank you so much for everything you do. Redstate.com. Of course, Brad at Lead Slingers Whiskey. Lead Slingers Whiskey. Check it out. And, of course, Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want me to. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio, guys.
You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 